A-A-L-W. The Warriors have been here before. Fallen behind, looked outmatched and out of sorts. On the road, they lost Game 1 and trailed Game 2 of the NBA Finals. But then, it was like they remembered. I got, I got, I got, I got. The champs redeemed themselves in the third quarter, just like they had so many times during this dynastic run. They tightened up on defense, opened up their offense. Iguodala, dream on green, banks it home. What an avalanche here from Golden State, a 13-point lead. This was redemption for Green. He looked slow against the Toronto Raptors' young forward Pascal Siakam in Game 1, but Green rebounded in the next game, scored and assisted too. Another one of those all-around performances from Draymond Green. This was also redemption for DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins drives and finishes. DeMarcus Cousins now in double figures. The all-star who'd never reached the playoffs was hurt back in the first round. But he fought through and he started game two of the finals, showcasing his skills. Cousins to Cook. Cook tries it. Cook knocks it down. It was redemption for Quinn Cook. He's been disparaged by the media as part of a weak Warriors bench. But he nailed three clutch three-pointers. I love how Quinn Cook is competing. And shooting. And hitting! But mostly, this was redemption for the old guys who've been here for the entire run. As the clock wound down and the Warriors hung on to a two-point lead, they all got involved. They try and knock it away from Curry. Curry throws it. Livingston has it. Back to Iguodala. Iguodala puts it up. It's good! Andre Iguodala drills it with 5.9 remaining. I got, I got, I got, I got. There's your championship DNA. Iguodala and Sean Livingston are nearing the end of their careers, and they both came through in the clutch. It was the team's 34th assist of the game, doubling their opponent. And let me drop another mind-boggling stat. This is the 23rd straight playoff series that they've won a road game. That's strength in numbers. And now they need it. Their injuries are piling up. But all they have to do is win at home, in the final series they'll ever play at Oracle Arena. This is Bounce, the Warriors' last season in Oakland. I'm Ben Trefney. We all know sports is a business. That's why the teams leaving for San Francisco make more money. But sports are also emotional, sentimental. In the lead-up to the NBA Finals, Stephen Curry and some of his business partners decided to give back in a very sports way. His main sponsor is the athletic wear company Under Armour. They took the star's latest signature sneaker, the Curry 6, and they made a special version black and gold with the word Oakland written out in big letters along the side. The shoe's called Thank You, Oakland. Then, Curry identified 30 people in the community who made a difference in his and others' lives, and he gave them each a pair. So how much do you know about what we're doing here today? Minuscule amount. (laughs) Steph wanted to thank you for all that you do. Yeah, it was filmed. It's an ad. And you can be cynical about it, for sure. But when you saw the looks on the faces of the people Curry honored, it was pretty sweet. There's Regina Jackson, head of the East Oakland Youth Development Center. There's Curtis Jones, one of the security guards at Oracle Arena. And there's Yusuf Wright, Curry's barber. He works out of Benny Adam Grooming Parlor. It's just a few blocks away from the Warriors' downtown practice court. Reporter Raphael Cohen walked into that barber shop, and he found a sense of peace, purpose, and hometown pride. And he got a bonus while putting together this next story, a beard trim and a haircut. 
There are a few things that stand out at the barbershop. There's the massive mural of the Port of Oakland. There's the stunning steel sign in Arabic script. And there's a couple of autographed Steph Curry jerseys, neatly folded and subtly displayed on a shelving unit. Then there's Yusef Wright, a big man with a full beard and an indelibly gentle spirit. I'm the, uh, I'm an owner and a curator uh, and a barber at Benny Adam Grooming Parlor in downtown Oakland. I'm an Oakland native. Um, East Oakland has been my home for the majority of my life. Some of Youssef's clients happen upon the shop because of its prime downtown location. Others are folks he's known since coming of age in deep East Oakland, back when he was a budding Warriors fan, even though the team was total trash. I'm 31 right now. For the entirety of my life that I can remember, the Warriors have been in Oakland, um, specifically in East Oakland. It's a great time to have a ball. The days of $10, $15 tickets, you know, sneaking down into the bottom of the bowl. The majority of my life, it wasn't a great product that was on court. But everybody had heart and everybody showed love, um, and we felt that. Um, and you'll hear a lot of Oakland natives, you know what I'm saying, talk about, talk about Camp Hardaway and what that meant, and being able to practice with Tim and being able to see him. Tim Hardaway was a star point guard who played for the Warriors in the late 80s and early 90s. And back then, he sponsored an invite-only hoops camp for local kids, including Yusuf. I mean, that was, that was excellence, that was greatness, you know what I'm saying? To see the killer crossover in person and to have somebody who's at the peak of their game being, you know, being of and in, in the community, I mean, that was, that's huge. Class dismissed, baby. But that Coliseum, I can hear the roars from my house. Sideshows afterwards, I feel that, you know what I mean? You're a part of that. Because Oracle was the heartbeat of this, this team. I know Draymond likes to say he's the heartbeat. The, 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 that place is the heartbeat. That place gave life. Youssef isn't just another longtime Dubs fan, nor is he merely a shop owner in a rapidly changing city. He's also Steph Curry's barber. And if you followed Steph's career, you know his hairstyle's always evolving from a close-cropped cut, to the short blowout with a tight goatee, to the high-top fade with a full-ish beard, and even a brief foray into mini dreads last season. Welcome back to another episode of Guns Locked. I'm Gunther the Great, and today we're gonna be looking at Steph Curry's starter dreadlocks. Youssef might never have gotten his clippers on Steph's hair if he hadn't gone to his 10-year reunion at Bishop O'Dowd High School. That's where he reconnected with an old friend who needed a barber for a youth event at their alma mater. He thought he'd be cutting students' hair, but... They called him like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're doing a commercial for Under Armour. You know, there may be, there may be some, you know, there may be some Under Armour athletes there, blah, 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 but, you know. I was like, okay, that's cool. He's like, yeah, so are you down? I was like, yeah, that's cool. And you just kind of left it there, and I'm in my head. I'm like, man, ain't no Under Armour athletes out here. Clearly, this was before Steph became the face of the sneaker and sports apparel brand. I ended up calling better, like, yeah, so, so Stephen Curry's about to be at this uh, shoot, and um, you, do you feel comfortable cutting him? I was, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so one of my partners, uh, he let me use his truck, and I took the barber chair over there. I was like, man, if I cut this dude, I'm about to give, I'm about to do as much as I can to show him authentic experience, you know what I mean? Um, his point of contact was like, yeah, Stefan, you know, he's coming in, he just needs a lineup, you know, is that cool? And I was like, yeah, it's solid, you know what I mean? Whatever you need me to do, I got it. So, 
um, really just started there. I mean, I cut his hair there. I ended up, you know, doing more than a line. And um, from there, man, just been rocking, man. It's been some years now. So how often does Steph come by for a cut these days? Maybe seven times this year he's come in the shop. I mean, and that's, that's been dope. The last time I think he came in, there was this brother who I see, I see at the mosque all the time. And uh, he was sitting right there. <laughs> And he walked, you know, Steph walks in, says what's up to everybody, and the, the dude's like, he turns around and he looks, and he like turns around and he looks again, and his jaw just hits the floor, just like, oh my God, that's... And he shakes his hand, and Steph keeps walking, and the dude's just looking at his hand, like, <laughs> like in awe. Part of their bond is that they're both religious men. Youssef is a practicing Muslim, and Steph credits his Christian faith with playing a pivotal role in his public success and private life. I think, I think it's just mutual respect. It's not like, oh, I'm Muslim and this is what we do, and oh, you're Christian, this is what you do. It's just, it's just about, hey, we, we're both men of faith, and that's how we try to guide our lives, you know what I'm saying? And all that means is that when we make mistakes, we just try to correct them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's more similarities in people's faiths and differences. I think people just tend to harpen on and, and really get stuck on the differences, so. I hope for more details, but Youssef stays pretty tight-lipped. You know, barber chairs are like Vegas, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, typically what happens there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, stays there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I like to say, I'm not going to dive too deep, sure, but sure, sure. what I will say is we both understand and realize that it's faith that guides us in what we do and how we lead our families, you know what I'm saying? So, he has, you know, daughters and a family and a wife, and I have a daughter and a wife, and you know what I'm saying? We're just trying to both lead our family in the right way. Mm-hmm. While Youssef keeps his conversations with Steph confidential, he does offer some insight into the current state of the star's hair. It's playoff time, man, so we're going to keep the length and we're going to get that beard growing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's winning time, man. <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's winning time. Youssef's confident in the Warriors' chances for a three-peat. But like many longtime Oaklanders, he's decidedly less upbeat about the team's move across the bay. I don't know any sports team who's been to the upper echelons like of of competition as long as we have in this in, in these last five six years and then has had that team move could you imagine if 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 the bulls were on a road to three peat in the next season they moved from chicago <laughs> like even if they were still you know what i'm saying if even if they're still somewhere in that great state if they moved from chicago it, you'd feel some type of way that's that's not that's nothing towards the players, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's the business of it's the business of the sport. But at some at at some point, it's like yo, you feel like you feel disrespected almost. I mean that yeah that one hurts. That you know we're on a we're on the quest for three and for, for three in a row. And even if we get it, we you know what I'm saying? And, and God willing, we get it. You know that they're not gonna be back. I think everybody wants to see something that they that they created or something that they've nourished grow into something beautiful and, and, and successful, you know what I mean? And you want to see how long you can keep that, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a different part of the chess game. And, and this isn't an indictment or an accusation of everybody who lives in the city. My dad's from the city, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, the city is not the same as it used to be either. You know what I mean? What they say is the most densely populated uh, amount of, of billionaires in, in the country. I mean, it, it, ir- irony is like doesn't even encompass all of the things, but that that our team is finally good, and now now they go to San Francisco. I mean, that's a that's a 
that's a heck of a blow, you know what I mean? But um, it'll definitely have an impact on, on, on the town that it's leaving. Um, but you know, it's been a it's been a hell of a ride, and I'm, I'm happy that we that we're doing what we're doing now. So I've seen two parades go by. That's not even a hundred steps past my business. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing, and I'm hoping that I get confetti on my floors again from from a parade at the end of the year. You know what I mean? So. As for what keeps Steph coming back to Youssef's barbershop... There's trust there. And I think, you know, um, I think it's beyond trust with just hair. You know what I'm saying? My, my barber instructor told me, like, if a man exposes his throat to you with a razor, you can never disrespect that trust. You know what I'm saying? And this is something that I love. And I think he understands and appreciates that, like, yo, this is a craft of mine, and he has a craft of his own, and we both are on a quest to master our crafts. You know? That's Raphael Cohen, with an assist from Marco Siler Gonzalez. Next time on Bounce, we're thinking about the last games of this season, but we're also thinking about the next one. And when we go to the Chase Center to watch the Warriors, where the heck are we supposed to park? The traffic will be big, and the city's going to have to deal with that. And I think they think they are, but I think there's a ways to go. Piecing together the transportation puzzle at the Warriors' future home arena on the next Bounce. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We'll have new episodes every Wednesday through the end of the season. And we've got a few in mind to air after the final buzzer. So keep on listening and tell your friends to find Bounce wherever they get their podcasts. This is a production of KALW Public Radio. Our theme music was made by Daoud Anthony. Artwork is by David Boyer with Illuminaries. And David edited today's feature, too. The rest of our team includes Shereen Adel, Gabe Graben, and Bo Walsh. I'm Ben Trefney. One more time for Oakland. Hey, come back. Here's Drake. Excuse me. See you in the Bay, Aubrey. You weren't talking tonight, were you? Oh, man. <laughs>